attention to the role Different players, different strokes But let me tell you about one thing Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.07. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. Phil Campbell, Paul McKenzie is a extension agent in Vance and Warren County. And uh, brother Tom Campbell is back with us. Tom. Yeah, we were talking about pimento cheese and bread and milk before we left. <laughs> Tom, what else is on your mind? I don't know. I got to go get some breakfast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 a little, uh, I had some oatmeal, but I don't know. I need something else. Well, you get up before Ask them Captain Crunch 30. peanut yeah. butter cereal this morning. Captain Crunch peanut butter cereal? Yes, sir. Mm. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Rufus, that's not good for you. I know it's not. I just, but uh, he I just likes milk that's and why peanut, I'm doing it. Milk and peanut butter, I just... <laughs> I don't know. It's, oh, it's great. <laughs> doesn't sit well. I wanted to ask. I had two questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, yeah. One of them was uh, I heard uh, the commercial came on just before you talking about be sure to feed the birds. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, I've never seen so many birds <laughs> as I have in my feeders uh, <laughs> no. this last snap. But yeah. but one problem I'm having is crows or blackbirds or big black birds of some sort, and they're eating all the feed ups. There's anything you can do to discourage them. <laughs> Run out there screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I had. During the first snow, I had a bully mockingbird. Never had it before in my life. He sat on top of the feeder, and he would not let any birds come I to the feeder. I thought all mockingbirds were bullies. Well, this one was extreme. Yeah. So, well, uh, are bad for that, too. Yeah, 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 they are. But he, I mean, he he sat there for the whole weekend. I, I don't know how he had the energy to do that because he ate very little at all. And um, But I know I've been having a lot of crows, and I'm not sure why they're coming around so much, but um, <clears throat> I have had quite a few crows. I haven't had that problem. I don't know. Mine is kind yeah. of tucked away. The crows so, are. I could fill those feeders up every day. I mean, yeah, they're emptying them that much. Oh my gosh! Huh. Yeah, the I think the what's probably coming in on yours is those um, like the starlings or something similar to a starling. Um, they're big they, birds. Yeah, they'll come in. They'll come in and just clean it out, and they'll chase all the other birds away too. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never seen a crow at a bird feeder. Yeah, mine uh, go but, under the bot, like around the bottom of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's okay. Well, whatever yeah. it is, it's just chowing down. I, yeah, think I, it, I think it's time for an intervention from the Reverend uh, Lib Campbell. <laughs> to, I was going to get to go out there and pray over him. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you, you might ask the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited, one of those stores, Tom, if you go in there to buy a that's seed. That's a good idea. Yeah, they – they're they're pretty sharp and yeah i wonder if you if you stop feeding for a couple of weeks it might break their habit and then and then go back to feeding again i, I don't, don't know. know i'm just speculating well i looked up about the mockingbird and wild birds has got an article about that online yeah. and what it said was to put some feeders away from your main feeding station 
and either the mockingbird or the other birds could go there and feed. So that mm. and that worked quite well. Huh. So that was good. Well, the real reason I called was I wanted to know, is it too soon to begin pruning? I mean, we haven't really had cold weather, so the the sap has not dropped down in trees. And I'm just wondering, you know, uh, do I need to wait a little while longer? Well, I mean, what are you thinking about pruning? Like, I I was eyeing a Japanese maple in my yard that needs some pruning, and you can certainly do that now. Okay, how about how about like fruit trees? Like uh, I got a plum that's out of yeah. Well, you know, I've always associated January actually with, but uh, February is probably still good too. I had heard February was the month to prune, but yeah. um, so so you think the weather's been cold enough to begin doing that? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, you know, the general rule of thumb that I always give out is late February to early March. But, you know, I think you can go a little earlier. I think what you wouldn't want to do is go out in the middle of a real cold spell. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we get those little, you know, milder spells even in, you know, February, early February. So um, I wouldn't do it right before we're about to get, uh, you know, like I wouldn't go out today because I think it's supposed to get pretty cold tonight. Um, well, we've had yeah, down such funky 20s. weather that that my, uh, for instance, my star magnolia is budding to the point where it looks like it's about to pop open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw one in Ann's neighborhood, and I'm sure that's what it was was yep. a star magnolia, and they just uh, they're they're so delicate and and they they pop out in February with just the slightest bit of warmth. Yep. Uh, yes, and and then if it if you have another cold snap, they all die. Well, I know. Yeah, it's such a shame. We have a huge That's one beautiful. in my neighborhood. Yeah, just a huge one. So, um, yeah, I, you know, you, I, I don't think there's, you know, much. But I think it just depends on what you want to prune. All well, I don't yeah. want to prune anything. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> well, well then, Tom, don't do it. <laughs> well, get you know, somebody else to do it. If the plant's got room to I'm grow, let it grow. <laughs> If the plant's got room to grow, let it grow. I mean, I think one of the big reasons people do so much pruning is because they plant things in the wrong place where it doesn't have enough room. And I think we could cut down a lot on pruning if you just pay attention to how big that plant's going to be at maturity. I'm sure that's not you, Tom. Um, no, of course not. But um, yeah, Tom has got plants stuck behind one another, in front of one another, over one another. That's what makes a nice why? garden, Tom. Well, and you know why. You gave them to me. <laughs> hey, 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 Tom, uh, Tom tell the story of uh, your bulb story. Well, I, it's I'm tragic. Sort of embarrassed. I'm sort of embarrassed to do this because it shows how poor a gardener I am. <laughs> um, so I decided I was going to order some uh, tulip bulbs and some jonquils. I wanted a better stand of jonquils and tulips. And in my feeble old condition, somehow or another, I placed twice the order that I intended to place. And they came in in a great big old crate. (laughs) I had, listen, I had, uh, Rufus, I had 200 jonquil bulbs. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. And 100 tunas. Oh, gosh. Tom, did you find that ad in the back of Popular Mechanics or something? (laughs) (laughs) What did you do with all of them, Tom? Yeah, but nobody's kicking sand in my face anymore, but that's to hear. The, the <laughs> anyway, uh, that was boy's life, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, the, the uh, so I've been sort of putting them out uh, as I uh, felt the energy and time, 
But yesterday I went out and, and I, I, I was reading and it said uh, these things, they don't uh, weather real well. And so if you don't get them in the ground, they'll probably just rot. And I did notice that they were starting to, to uh, bloom a little bit, so uh, bud up a little bit. So I went out yesterday. I got one of these contraptions that you put on your uh, cordless drill. Yep. That's like a like a drill, a yep. big drill bit. And uh, went out and planted forty tulip bulbs yesterday morning. Yesterday <laughs> morning. And uh, I still got a bunch of, of jonquils to plant. I've been giving them away to just about everybody I could think of. <laughs> Stopping the mailman, garbage <laughs> 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 truck. <laughs> well, set you up a little stand and sell them out there. Uh, maybe so. That's, yeah, get a little income coming in here. That's a good. But idea. anyway, so my question was uh, to Mike yesterday was, is it too late to put them in the ground? No, and, no, uh, no. Uh, it's making me feel better. No. no, it's no. We we have tons of bulbs right now over at the nursery. Yeah, matter of fact, they're in sale, but we've got some really nice ones. It's it's good because everybody starts seeing them come up and then they go, oh yeah, I meant to plant bulbs. We've still got cold so ground. We're, we're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, they, they need a cooling going, spot, but there's room left year, for that. I'm going, your, I'm going to your place next year, Phil, because I'll tell you what, that way I'll know how, what I'm getting. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I'll have 200 jungles. <laughs> there you go. They That's saw great. you coming, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder my neighbors don't want to see and talk to me anymore. <laughs> Guys always outside planting bulbs. <laughs> I got I got three neighbors that have been planting them for me. Yeah, well, that's in their good. own yard. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm hoping I'm gonna get a stand of them. Oh, I hope so too. Be... I figured if nothing else, I figured by planting the staging the planting, maybe I'd have uh, flowers, you know, coming in at different times. Yeah, yeah. To some extent, you would. By the way, Tom, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure that you're besieged much more than I am. Every day now, somebody's saying, we miss NC Spin. Yeah. I was yeah. In, Amen. Oh, yeah, I was too. in Kinston the other uh, night, and several people came up to me, went down there for a little award somebody gave me, and there were five people that said, we really, really miss NC Spin because that's where we got our news. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there's so much to have been talking about uh, this year. Good gracious, and, and yes. It's like I told somebody the other day, and Rufus, I think you, you will acknowledge that this is the truth. When I was sitting around that table with my panel in the studio and the red light came on on that camera, I knew I was where I should be. Yeah, yeah. sure. The problem, was, the problem was the 35 to 40 hours a week that it took to write the script <laughs> and do the research and get there. Yeah, I understand. Uh, well, it was a treasure. It really was. Yeah. Well, but I thank you. I, yes, I, it I, was. There are there are an awful lot of things about it that I miss, and I'd love to have had the opportunity. For instance, this this case that was reported in yesterday, Rufus on the redistricting. Oh yeah, well, fascinating. That, that would have been a great topic. That would have been a great topic for us. Uh, yeah. uh, I, there's there's so many of them right now, but I'll tell you what. Uh, the political climate is so uh, fractured and so ugly right this minute, and I'm almost just as glad that I'm not doing it. I stay out I'm of it. Tired yeah. of all the haranguing and the uh, yeah. ugliness and yeah, I think we all are. Spirit. Yeah, we are. 
I just, remember a remark Rufus made one night on the show long, long time ago, and, and I think John Hood and Chris Fitzsimon were going at it with each other, and Rufus, in the middle of the conversation, said, can't we just all get along? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, Rufus? Yeah. I certainly do. I was quoting Rodney King. Yeah. yeah. You Rodney Dangerfield. Well, there was this Rodney King that was beaten by the police one time out in San Francisco. And years later, he said, can't we all just get along? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have asked that. The answer to that question right now is no. But we can on this show. We could. This is our outlet. And we did did on NC Spin, too. Yeah, uh, that's right. Rufus will tell you, uh, one of my rules was if you didn't act like a southern lady or gentleman, you didn't come back. That's right. (laughs) And boy... Did he mean that? That's true on this show, too. My golly. <laughs> and Tom's going to fill in for me in a, in a few weeks uh, when I go to Israel. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We're going to have to find somebody else for, another, for the other spot. I'm, I'm going to be going two Saturdays in a row, so we'll have to find somebody else. to. Paul, you interested in hosting the show? I don't know if I'm fully qualified. <laughs> you don't want to jump into that pool, huh? All right, well. You don't have to be qualified, Paul. <laughs> I think you're qualified, Tom. <laughs> don't say that. You are good gracious, if anybody is. Yep. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know that much about gardening. Is I just I don't either. Well, a lot of people that call in can teach us about gardening. That's right. That's right. That's why we That's have panels. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just got to keep it moving. Anyway. Yep. Just wanted to call and check in on you. Make Thank you, buddy. Call us more often. All right. I'll do it. Thanks, Tom. Take care. All right, Tom. Thank you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Let's go out to the State Farmer's Market and Sim McKeever. Sim, good morning, my friend. Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're great. I hope you're well. Doing good. Doing good. Seems like winter come back this weekend. It did, and I love it. I, I, You know, I just have never warmed up. Maybe I've warmed up too much to summer. I've never never liked summer very much except we got out of school. There you go. Just uh, you know, hot and humid. Uh, I can always bundle up somewhere, but uh, trying to stay cool is tough. Especially if you're working outside, you got to do like Phil and yep. and um, and you folks, all those uh, wonderful farmers. But they have to deal with the cold too, and and that's that's tough. It can it can be tough when you have to deal with the elements. It sure does. Yeah. So, uh, well, they're innovative. And in many ways. Well, I do have some uh, good news to report. As of yesterday, our new entrance exit is open. Yay! Well, that's a good way to start out. Yeah, so I figured I'd start out with that. How many times did you drive up and down? I I did quite a few. I I was having a a rough day yesterday, so at one point I said, well, I'll just go sit out there on the new entrance exit. That'll make me feel better. Well, that's a good place to get run over, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I I might. And if somebody might want to on purpose. No, I doubt that. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you had a bad day. I hope you have a great day today. I hope so. I hope so. Well, Sam, do, do you know if there's a, uh, a stoplight plan there? There is. The city is, uh, is has got that on their on their plan to do that. They're also going to uh, extend the sidewalk all the way down to the intersection of Lake Wheeler Road and uh, Centennial, right there where our electronic sign's at on right. the corner. And uh, I know there's further improvements going as you go up Lake Willow Road. There's uh, some really nice improvements, sidewalk and bicycle lanes and things going 
going on, uh, street lights, landscaping. It's, it's, so it, they got a nice plan going forward. So uh, it just, it's just going to take a couple years to make it all happen, I think. Rufus, I think you need to uh, go to City Hall and check that out. Yeah. Well, I, I want to make sure that we don't do beyond the <clears throat> bridge, we don't do any any uh, highway widening there because I won't have a driveway then. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, then, then nobody would be able to push a, a grocery cart into your pathway. <laughs> I, driveway. Or I, I throw trash off over the guardrail. Oh, oh that's great. Well, well I am so glad because I've I'm, I'm been probably the most uh, constant, conscientious watcher of the progress or non-progress of that road since I see it coming and going every day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sent an email to this to our all our vendors uh, this morning to let them know that it was open now, and uh, I put in there it has been a journey, and, and that's what it has been. It's, it's it's just one thing after another. So we're we're certainly excited, and it's going to be a great benefit to the market going forward. Well, I might just go out there today just to drive down that boulevard. Yeah. What's it going to be called? You know, uh, tentatively, I, I got to be in Seaway. I felt like was a uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's a wonderful slogan. Yep. So, uh, what do you got out there under the farmer shed, except cold farmers? Um, <laughs> right now we got uh we got plenty of apples still coming in. Uh, some of the varieties I wrote down: Fuja, Pink Lady, Stamen, uh, John of Gold, uh, Granny Smith, Red and Gold Delicious, Gold Rush. Uh, got plenty of apple cider down there as well. Um, so we've got red and white potatoes, cabbage, lettuce, onions, kale, collard, mustard, spinach, turnips. Uh, we've got carrots. Uh, we've got all kinds of orange squash, <laughs> butternut, acorn spaghetti, uh, Brussels sprouts, radishes, beets. Wow. Uh, cauliflower, broccoli, uh, of course, sweet potatoes. and got all kinds of varieties of sweet potatoes. Uh, pecans. We've got some really good tunnel-grown tomatoes. Uh, cucumbers, peppers, and strawberries down there. Really beautiful strawberries, large uh, tunnel-grown strawberries down there this morning. Uh, mushrooms, peanuts, eggs, honey, salsa, uh, and also got plenty of firewood, which I think might come in handy tonight. So it is a, unbelievable how y'all have expanded over the years, or the farmers have, and it's so much more available than firewood and and greens and sweet potatoes yeah that, used, yeah, that was pretty much your staple three down there mm-hmm. firewood greens and sweet potatoes and, and then uh the improvements in tongue grown stuff has really changed yeah uh, changed the uh really added a you know another dimension to it yeah well, well this is north carolina agriculture and yeah. i mean we are so blessed in this state to be able to produce mm-hmm. that much variety it's just <laughs> amazing and the mushrooms I mean that's that's an industry in itself now. Yeah, and that one's really grown. Uh, that's, uh, one thing, the mushrooms, uh, like and another new thing that's really getting getting a hold is uh, microgreens. Yeah. Um, and I we, as a when I went down there earlier this morning, we didn't have a microgreen vendor down there, but we got several that have been selling out here, and that's that's kind of a new thing that's mm-hmm. kind of take hold. Well, Sam, you mentioned the the apples at at the start, and my my you know we live about an hour away from from you down there, and. My wife has been driving down there about once every two weeks and bringing home, um, you know, two or three bags full of apples so that we've been well-stocked, and it's been a pleasure. That's from Henderson, too. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Henderson, Henderson. Mm. That's where 
much of those come from. Well, no, we're Henderson. No, no, we're uh, he. She drives from Henderson to oh, the farmers market. The, oh, the one, not the Hendersonville, one, but the one with Carl Lake. Hendersonville in the mountains. Yeah. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Right. Yeah, yeah. She she wants those apples bad. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. uh, what what kind of tunnel grown tomatoes? Uh, what varieties down there, Sam? You know, I'll have to get back with you on that one. I didn't write those down, so. Uh, but I, yeah, I'll get back. I have to do some homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm needing some. I'm, I have a tomato craving. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it so much uh, this morning. Uh, I could understand. Tomato varieties are. Well, I, I got to confess right now. We were talking about pimento cheese. <laughs> I tried a uh, smoked ham, tomato, plenty of good Duke's mayo. And pimento cheese on a sandwich. That sounds good. It was absolutely that. good. I'll yeah. try that. Yeah. Well, my wife would be happy with you since she chose Duke's. Uh, she, yeah. she she won't allow any of the other brands in the house. That's right. A lot of people won't. Yeah. Good old Richmond brand. I tell you, I tell you where you can get some good pimento cheese. Those up there in the market shops. Uh, Nancy Joe's makes a good homemade pimento uh, cheese. Yeah. We'll have to try that. Mm-hmm. Have to try that. Yeah. So uh, what else you got at the market shops? Well, all kinds of uh, good uh, good uh, foods up there, uh, great, uh, great baked good items, uh, cakes, pies, pastries. Uh, you got preserves and jams and jellies, uh, barbecue sauces, um, soaps and hand lotions. You've got local seafood, bringing seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Um, you got the hammock uh, shop in there with uh, outdoor furniture and all kinds of, they got all kinds of neat products they've added to their lineup in there. Uh, you've got North Carolina wines. Um, you've got three, two, one coffee, uh, and I also noticed a lot of the vendors this morning had a lot of things out for uh, Valentine's Day's coming up. They had a lot of items um, for Valentine's Day, uh, gift baskets and things like that as well. So uh, might might give you some ideas in there. Uh, of course, we've got the, the Market Grill, uh, great uh, breakfast and lunch. Uh, get you some walking around food. That's right. And you got two great restaurants out there besides that, uh, the Farmer's Market Restaurant, which is open right now, Seafood right. Restaurant, where you can eat inside now. That is right. They sure have. Uh, they've added some tables inside, and I'm um, glad that they've uh, been able to do that. And yeah. uh, they open up at 11 a.m. and close at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they've been playing with their hours a little bit. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday – they're 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah. Uh, they they're still getting a uh, little short of help right now, trying right. to get some help. So they've they've kind of cut their hours back on yeah. those three days. Of course, but, you uh, got uh, you got Nahunta Pork. Yes, yeah, right. You got um, pork Center, uh, Great Pork. Any any way you want it, they got it. And uh, Super Side, and and also um, up there on the hill. Uh, yeah, Market Imports, all yep. kinds of teak pottery, uh, wrought iron fountains, uh, home decor. Um. So yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff still going on out here, even though it's wintertime. Well, Sam, too. always great talking to you, buddy. All right, y'all have a great weekend. All right, we'll be back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. Let's go to Beth in Raleigh here on the Weekend Gardener. Good morning on this chilly day. Yes, ma'am. Are you standing outside? Uh, I just got back from getting some mulch and uh, Good for put you. my hands in it to keep warm. It's, it's <laughs> How can we help you, Beth? I have a. I want to give a Phil from Campbell Road Nursery a plug. Uh, I went there yesterday and picked 
up the most beautiful pansies I've ever seen. So thank you, Phil. Oh, you're so welcome. They're really, really beautiful. Yeah, we like having pansies this time of year because not too many people have them, and we have a new crop. So thank you so much, Beth. A lot of a lot of those uh, groups, those businesses that that uh, the landscape services that you see all over the place. I'm sure state government too. uh, Those are Phil's pansies. All, oh, all over thank Raleigh. Well, yeah. Thank you. Wake County. Appreciate it. Also, I'm looking for a couple plants, and I hope you all have them. I forgot to ask when I was there yesterday. In fact, Shane helped me. He's a great guy, by the way. He thank is. You. Yes. Um, do you have in stock the variegated winter daffodil? We don't have the variegated. We have the solid green. You do? Yes. Oh, that's one, got, we got one sitting right yeah, here. Yeah, we do. We've got um, about between 30 and 40 left. Okay. Are they in three gallon or one? Uh, one gallon. All right. Great. I'll mm-hmm. give you all a call for that. And how about the DeGroote Spire Arborvitae? Uh, I'm almost positive that there's some out there. If you would call the the retail center, they're open okay. today. Just oh, give them a, give them a quick shout and uh, and they'll let you know. Oh, uh, I will do that. I'm almost positive we got some in. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so uh-huh. much and. Um, Anyway, I enjoy I enjoy your garden shop and your plants. Oh, thank you, thank you. Now, so Beth, Beth much, of course, Beth. you know, in planting at Daphne, don't put it where it gets too wet. <laughs> I know it's a very finicky plant. Uh, a good sloped area, yeah. a little bit of shade, yeah. and, and good drainage. Yeah, fantastic drainage. Yeah, and then ignore it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I try. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys again. All right. Thanks, Thank you, Beth. Beth. I appreciate All right. that. Bye. Bye. John is an Apex. John, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yep. Yes, John. Oh. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, the neighbor walked up and. Well, John, that's all right. I just we were <laughs> feeling unloved there for a minute. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Oh. You got all the love. Absolutely. All right. Hey, listen. Um, planted some ligustrum along the street. Um, we live on kind of a busy street. Uh, some years ago, and uh, the ones under the willow oak, of course, are not doing very much. But the other ones have gotten really big, and as a matter of fact, gotten two. One of them's on a corner. It's hard for cars to see around it as they're pulling out. Um, so I need to either cut it back like a good eight inches, which sounds like too much, or or try just, what do you call it, revitalizing it, cut all the way to the ground and see how it comes back, and then try to keep it smaller after that? Or what's your recommendation? You can cut it a third uh, easily. Ligustrum, easy. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh. I, I, think you okay. could pro- I think you could probably cut it back pretty pretty mu- pretty can. further than yeah. A lot further than that. Yeah, just uh, cut it however you want to cut it. Yeah. And that's a that's oh, a nice. very that's a very vigorous plant. And and if it's if it's been a healthy, vigorous growing plant, uh, you can probably get pretty aggressive with it. Can he do that today? Uh, or is it um, gonna be too cold yeah, tonight? I, or I, I, I think with the cold weather we're gonna have tonight, I, I probably would wait. Um, <clears throat> now I know yeah. Ligustrum okay. uh, in nineteen eighty five they killed just about all of them around here in a few days in december because we had just uh, you know zero weather and wow and and it was it was really awful i mean everybody lost it except for a variety somewhere in chatham county or somewhere that they they found and i think a lot of that is rootstock for for what what we have but it was it was devastating Hmm. 
for uh, mm-hmm. ligustrum hedge owners, and there were a lot of mm-hmm. them around. That's what I. That's the only kind of hedge I remember growing up. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are about eight years old, so uh, yeah. So good. That's that's great news. I sure do appreciate it. Hey, You're John, welcome. thank you very much. So give our best, to everybody in Apex. I sure will. I'll tell everybody. Start John, start, start right now. <laughs> okay, I'll get on it. Thank you, John. Bye bye. All right. Hey, Major Dave is back. He's got another question. Hey, Dave. Hey, Mike. I, I forgot to mention something to you earlier that I put a link on your Facebook page to an article about them going to repurpose the Deborah Meadow Park there at uh, Downtown Boulevard and Peace Street. Yeah, there's some quite elaborate plans for that. That's right, and I just wanted to mention that because I don't know if there isn't some way that our local gardening community couldn't contribute to beautifying that place. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's going to be it, it's needed it for a long time. It really has. Um, it, you, know, it's, you know, I actually got to see Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris play a ball, an exhibition. Oh my gosh! Yeah, probably seven or eight years old. Oh wow! Yeah. You were so lucky that yeah, De- uh, Deborah Meadow had had uh, that ball field out there, and a lot of history uh, right off of uh, yeah, Capitol Boulevard. Sure. sure is. I'm glad you mentioned that. I hope folks will take a look at that, Dave. And if people want to contribute, they got a great place right across the street at Logan. They can get all they need. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank, Thank you. you, gentlemen. I, I just wanted to remind you of that, Mike. Thank you, Major. Sure. Bye bye. Yeah, that's uh, there's some interesting plans for that that yeah. area. So it, it's it's needed it really for a long time, um, and uh, you know the city's looking better and better. 919-860-9783, 919-860-9-WPTF-Paul. Uh, uh, we, we haven't mentioned the Master Gardeners. and I think I think Johnny told us he's got a, a I don't know, coming up this summer or is it uh, this spring that he's got a new Master Gardener class starting. Yeah, in fact, me and Johnny um, had a little chat um, yesterday, and we're going to uh, – train together so we're going to have a, a, a joint that's a gr- good idea a joint class um typically i do training in odd years and he does them in even and we're gonna go with some economies of scale this year and and do it together um so vance warren will have master gardener volunteer training this year um so be on the lookout for that we're definitely looking for some some good recruits no gardening experience necessary that uh, is a wonderful textbook. There is a mm-hmm. uh, for master gardeners that's been published. It's also online. Yeah, and there's a brand new edition that's just second come out. edition. The second come edition out. of the extension gardener handbook has come out, and yeah. it is available for purchase by the public. Um, but it's also the uh, the textbook for the master gardener volunteer training program, and uh, you do get a little bit of a discount uh, if you purchase it as part of the master gardener volunteer yeah. program. Yeah. It's it's pretty pricey, but you can get it through Amazon or uh, yeah. But it, I mean, it's, it's and, and it's a full textbook. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's it's it really it's is seven hundred pages long. But it's uh, unlike some textbooks, full, full color pictures. Yeah, it's it's really you know in good good usable language. Yeah, and it's it's just a good <laughs> reference book to have if you're you know do growing anything in North Carolina. So. Oh, that's the book that that yes, Joe the Bouncer have, gave me. You have you have yes. the first edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how much it's changed, but uh I'm you know it's it's wonderful book. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody who's really interested in gardening. Mm-hmm. 
should have a copy of it. And if you don't want to spend the money uh, and be able to open it anytime, you can you can go online. Get it online. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's full, available the full, online. Full text and pictures. The formatting is not quite as good, but but yeah. it is available. All the information. Yeah, beats those loose leaf notebooks. You yeah, yeah they were huge yeah. notebooks. Yeah. So, yeah. 919-860-9783. We'll talk to Dolly and Clayton coming up on The Weekend Gardener. It's 946. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yeah, boy, that's right. Dolly is in Clayton on the Weekend Gardener. Good morning, Dolly. Hi, good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you today? Yes, um, I raised tomato plants and all my vegetables and flowers inside. And the um, it's about the tomato plants. They are very healthy. And when I put them outside, they continue to grow until at some point in time, they, when they get fairly big, they start uh, wilting and then they die. And these are plants in raised beds, uh, in soil, outside of raised beds, different areas of my property and also in grow bags. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out what is happening. Is that a uh, is that a wilt? They will an airborne. Yeah, there is a disease. What what cultivar are you planting or cultivars? <clears throat> it's a, uh, a variety of tomato plants. Uh huh. A variety heirlooms, determinates, indeterminates, whatever seeds I have, and I've checked for the disease. You know, by opening up the um, the stem at the root, and there's nothing there. Um, I mean, it's hard to diagnose them, you know, without doing a you know a, a sample. So one one option for you is if it happens again this coming season, is take a sample into your local extension, take a whole plant into your lo- or a couple of plants into your local extension center. And they can send a sample to NC State. There's a little bit of a fee, um, but it might be worth it if, if it's a recurring issue. Um, you know, if it was confined to one bed, I would think that, you know, that bed was infested with some fungus or nematode or something like that. Um, but if you're seeing it in, in multiple, you know, containers and beds, are, are you using fresh potting mix in the yes, containers? Okay. Worm castings and compost that I make. Trying everything. Yeah. Are, are you growing under grow lights in in your home yeah. or in, or in a good uh, sunshine window? How how are you yeah. starting them? They're very healthy plants when until I put them outside. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing that I was lacking on that I'm going to try to do better this year is fertilizing them. Do you think that would have any impact on why they're dying? I mean, they're going to need fertilizer, but that's not that doesn't explain why they're wilting. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, the possibilities are that they're being attacked by some. If they're wilting, then then that suggests either a root disease, fungal, bacterial, um, uh, nematodes, uh, and then the other possibility is that maybe you're overwatering them, uh, and so looking at your um, 
you know your your irrigation practices um and, and and if it's happening in all these different locations that steers me a little bit away from you know fungal or bacteria and more towards um what what practices are you using in in your production um what do you mean by that like like your irrigation practices, if if you're ever watering them, that can cause the plants to to wilt and die because they won't mm-hmm. be able to get oxygen through the root system. Mm-hmm. The, the plants the plants over water look very much like plants that don't get enough water. Yeah. Oh. yeah what are your thoughts? I don't think Bill? that's the case. If anything, I would underwater them. I mean, there are fusarium wilts and all kind. There are all kinds of wilt diseases, and some yeah. of them are airborne, aren't they? Uh, if it's a wilt disease, um, that those are more systemic in the in the in the root systems and the in the stem that that come up from the soil primarily. And uh, how do you treat that if that's the case? You crop, don't crop rotation and resistant varieties yeah. and using. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean the only other thing I can think of is is what you might try is uh, take take a, maybe a few of your plants and plant them in just potting mix don't don't add any of your your produced compost maybe there's something in your compost that you're you're spreading around into your pots um Mm -hmm. and and so try try growing some this year in just your potting mix in a Mm -hmm. in a in a container that's been cleaned and sanitized and see if you just to rule that out Mm-hmm. If nothing else, yeah, those type of cultural practices, uh, cleaning containers. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. use the same yeah. containers every year, yeah. and if you once find that you have a, a, a bacterial wilt in the soil, then you can't plant tomatoes in that soil. Again, it, depending for a while. depending on what disease it is, and that's yeah. where a sample might might yeah, come in handy. Yeah. Um, so if if you do if you do see it again this coming season getting a sample into the NC State Clinic, that, that could be very instructive and helpful in figuring out how to move forward. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was also wondering, um, I know tomatoes need a lot of sun, but North Carolina has very hot temperatures. So how is it that people can grow tomatoes, and I've, I've tried protecting them with cloth and various other things to avoid the damage from the heat they love heat yeah tomatoes <laughs> yeah, yeah i think they're happier if they have if they're in full sun normally. yeah they're going to need full sun i don't yeah. think there's really anything you need to do to protect them from the heat yeah I don't... um you will get um you know when, when, when we get temperatures i think it's above 90 95 mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can you can start getting um blossom drop where where the mm-hmm. flowers will start to fall off but that tends to be uh you know that once once the temperatures fall they'll they'll start you know fruiting mm-hmm. again um there is a we, one of our guests uh, occasionally um he is a doctorate in chemistry uh, Craig Lahulier who lives in the mountains now uh has a wonderful book that's uh people all over the nation use called Epic Tomatoes and that will give you a lot of information there also uh, on the extension service there are some tips but you you picked 
probably the hardest fruit or mm-hmm. or vegetable to grow yeah. yeah i would look at your cultivars and make make sure that you're you're using cultivars that do have some disease resistance and then i would try the experiment with this year try two or six tomatoes in straight fresh clean new potting mix mm-hmm. see if those do right. better um, and then if you see the problem this year, get in a sample. Right. I mean, it could be, it could possibly be a foliar fungus and, and that could be treated. So getting a diagnosis could be helpful. Uh, Great idea. Well, I hope that works for you, Dolly. Thank you. Is, well, is let me there, ask Dolly a question. Is there any, um, place where you can get, um, no, oh, just slip on mine now, uh, grafted tomatoes to, you know, something that's been grafted to disease resistant root. Talk. Well, you you can't you can buy yes. them at different places, but uh, I, what I want to ask you when you grow we only have about ten seconds. When you grow them inside, do you take them out and put them directly in the ground, no, or do you or do you let I them harden. cure off a little bit? I harden them off. Yes. Okay. All right, Dolly. Hold on. We'll be back after the news.